0: Welcome to The Last 8% Morning. This is J.P. Fry. It is so great to be with you today. In today's episode... Through a big change at work and struggling to help people change. Are you struggling with change yourself? It is difficult to change. And a big reason might be that you are misunderstanding your team's reaction to change. In today's podcast, the third in our series on change, on the science of change, I look at a trap. That is really important to understand so we can continue to keep change moving forward. Excited to be here. I certainly am. Let's walk. Out walking, enjoying this gorgeous day, moving as we are able. At the last 8% morning, we walk. We integrate movement and mindfulness and mental training exercises so that we can be better in the last 8%. That zone where there is so much opportunity for transformation for results for success in life and so we are building habits of high performance and we start just by walking moving as we are able So just start by feeling your feet on the ground. Feeling your whole body standing tall as you are moving. seeing if you can let go of whatever you were thinking whatever you were doing whatever you were planning and simply arriving in this moment And you can start by just taking a few deep breaths as a way to settle into awareness of the body. Letting the breath come into its own natural rhythm. And noticing the belly rise and fall. As you know, if you're a long-time listener, we don't practice mindfulness to calm the mind. It's not a breathing exercise. It's an exercise in awareness, in self-awareness, in that metacognition that allows us to be better in any moment of the day. But especially when we're under pressure in a last 8% situation. So let's go through our body and just feel your toes and feet and ankles, noticing whatever sensations are present. Moving into our lower legs, upper legs. Buttocks, groin. We're just doing a body scan. Tune into, in, tune in into whatever sensations are present. Not pushing anything away, not wishing anything away. Just noticing. Now moving into the torso, the front of the torso. back of the torso. Now your neck and shoulders. Do you feel any sensations present? I feel some tension in the back of my neck. What do you feel? Now hands and arms. Now move to your head, top and sides, and back and front. Now your face, now just feel the whole body, head to toe. And now stand tall, look around, feel grateful. Fantastic. We practice mindfulness, this being aware, non judgmentally, non reactively, so we can build this muscle. So that when we get into those difficult moments, we're better able to be with discomfort of a last 8% a challenging conversation a difficult decision difficult change which is of course what we're focusing on in this series fantastic let's move to our idea of the day you're facing change And you want to do well at managing it. Because you know there's a lot at stake if we cannot manage to change. At the organizational level, at a team level, a family level, a relationship level, even on an individual level. Although this series is more about change of many as opposed to just change of one. They are inextricably linked, but for this series we're looking more the science of change when we're on teams and in organizations and families. And you know that it's not easy to change. You've been through enough. I've certainly been through enough. And that's not being pessimistic. It's just being true. And there's numerous reasons why. A big one being that you don't manage with the brain and mind. We talked about that in an earlier episode in this series. You miss the invisible part of change. What's going on in the brain for you and your people? And it's likely costing you. And so you are doing your best to manage with purpose, which we talked about last episode, Pace and simplicity, right? Why purpose? Well, it engages that system too, that prefrontal cortex, which is critical for change because it allows you and your team to be more accurate in your thinking and decision-making. It's the slower part of our brain in terms of thinking. And it answers purpose, answers that biggest reason employees resist change. They lack awareness about the reason for change they cannot understand the business reason for change, the team reason for change, as well as having some clarity about their new roles. change will rarely succeed. So you need to build in purpose. We talked about this last week, or last episode, and we're building on it now. So number one, purpose. Number two, you need to go at an appropriate pace, not overwhelmingly fast because you don't want to trigger that system one, that's that thumb When you have a fist and your thumb's inside your fist, that's the emotional part of our brain, our amygdala. And that's where system one thinking takes place, which is the very fast that's trying to help us survive, but not really helpful when we have to think about things that are a little bit more complex. And so we need to go at an appropriate pace so that it doesn't trigger system one. Remember, people can only handle so much a day, a week, or a month. But we also need to go fast enough, have enough pace, that people see results and build momentum. So we need purpose, we need pace, and then we need simplicity. We need to make things as simple as we can. Again, thinking about how this affects the brain. So to add to this, because we talked about this last episode, we want to add being aware of that trap. It's so easy to fall into, which is misunderstanding your teams or your people's reaction to change. What do I mean by that? And just before I answer, stand tall, look around, feel grateful, feel your body. Feel so fortunate to be alive. So you see someone on your team that seems resistant to change that you're trying to bring in. And you've been doing your best to manage with purpose and pace and simplicity. And yet they still seem outwardly to be resisting, to not be enthusiastic. To not you know, be able to get going with change or move at this pace you're hoping for. It is in this moment that you have to be very careful not to misinterpret their behavior. Not confuse the impact they are probably having on you or on the team for their intention, not confuse the impact they're having for their intention. What do I mean by that? Well, are they truly resisting change? Or do they not know how to change and are afraid to ask for help? This is a really important one. Is it true that they're resisting change? And they might be. Or do they not know how to change, or they're struggling with the change and are afraid to ask for help? I have to tell you, I've seen this over and over and over in organizations in which I've consulted. A manager or a parent, so this also happens at home, of course, misinterprets what they see on the outside for what they believe the person feels on the inside. This causes the manager or the parent, you could say, to misinterpret, to become frustrated that things are not happening fast enough, and this frustration starts to influence how they deal with it, and they become a lot less skillful. Many times in an organization, an individual is not necessarily averse to change, but feels overwhelmed and doesn't know where to start or might not have expertise to bring the change about, but they don't say so. And maybe because they fear how it will reflect on them. Maybe they don't feel psychologically safe. So they say nothing. The manager t- manager takes it as resistance when it is really something different, and this is what causes a problem. It's not often you get what I... I've been fortunate to have on my team in our organization, which is a highly self-aware person who understands themselves well enough and can head off this challenge before it causes a problem. What do I mean? Well, right now, as you might know, we're in the middle of making a lot of change happen in our organization. For one, we're changing our brand to more fully fit our new research and our excitement around the last eight percent right we're keen to help organizations build a last eight percent culture one that is more courageous able to do hard things and more connected because that's what keeps people best and brightest employees present engaged giving discretionary effort and we also want to help individuals become last eight percenters as you well know and i hope you're working towards as i am you know Somebody who can move into that last eight percent zone where, yes, it's difficult, but it's also the opportunity in that zone to transform yourself and your relationship. So this is the mission we are super excited about. And we are in the middle of changing our brand and our products to really fit this new reality. This is the difference we want to make in the world. Because we want you to live with more courage and less regret. But within our team, one of our key individuals in marketing was not making progress about around uh, the brand, about changing our brand. They seemed stuck. They even, in some ways, seemed a bit resistant. But they recognized what was going on for them before it became an issue. And they came and told me, and our senior team, that she was struggling with brand, because of all the things she did in marketing, changing an organization's overall brand was not something that she had expertise in. I mean, that makes sense. That's a pretty unique skill set. And she said that every time she started, she stopped because it felt big. She didn't know where to start. And the the overwhelm got in her way. And I have to tell you, this was really helpful as her manager to understand because it gave me insight into why she was experiencing this challenge. And this helped me not fall into the trap of assuming it was some resistance on her part for whatever reason that was slowing things down, as opposed to what she was actually feeling. And so we came up with a solution of outsourcing this to people who knew what they were doing. This is not our skill set. So remember, when you are trying to make change happen, if someone seems to be resisting, don't immediately jump to conclusion and assume you know what's going on. Go and ask. They may want to change, but they may not know how and are afraid to ask. You might not be as fortunate as I was to have that person who was self-aware enough to point it out to me. And... By the way, it's the same as a parent. I mentioned that earlier. In our role as a parent, kids, especially teenagers, may not want to admit that they don't know what to do when you're asking them to do something new. And instead, they say nothing. And we jump into a situation where we assume that they are simply resisting for some other reason, misunderstanding what's going on. So whether at home or in your organization, this is why the culture we create is so important. If people do not feel safe to share what is really going on, to be vulnerable and admit that they're struggling with something, change becomes that much harder. Henry David Thoreau said, In human intercourse, the tragedy begins not when there is a misunderstanding about words, but when silence is not understood. Not when there is misunderstanding about words, but when silence is not understood. And amazingly, this whole misunderstanding of someone else's behavior is invisible to most people, but it's something that can be rectified simply by asking the question. That's the what to do. So start by being curious as opposed to being certain about their intention. Ask the question. This will serve you. This will save you. And this will make you a trusted person for this individual as you both go through the challenges of change. Joyce Meyer, as we finish up, said, Five minutes of communication can save a year's worth of turmoil, turmoil and misunderstanding. All right, let's move to our three-by-three. Three, by three. three mi- mindful breaths down into your toes, calming this body. now gratitude. Think of somebody who has gone through a challenging time that you helped out and they felt some really strong emotion of gratitude for you. Can you receive that gratitude right now? Think of the impact you had on them, how it made them feel, the gratitude that they're feeling for you. Wonderful. Now let's move to what three things you want to get done today. What would make it a productive day? Just go through your mind right now. Get your day set up. And if you're not in the start of your day, it doesn't matter. Just think, okay, what do I want to focus on? What's the signal that I want to focus on as opposed to the noise? Fantastic. It's my joy to walk with you and spend this time with you. If you're getting something out of this, please go to Apple or Spotify and leave a review. Share it with friends. Take a picture of your phone. And if someone's struggling with change, share this. Join our Facebook group. Take our courses. We have a great digital course on the last 8%, which I think you'll find really powerful. But most of all, keep walking. Keep moving. Right mood follows movement. Let me finish with a George Bernard Shaw quote. Progress is impossible without change and those who cannot change their minds cannot change anything. Progress is impossible without change and those who cannot change their minds cannot change anything. Have a wonderful day.